Welcome to the Brothers of the Dram podcast. We are back with another episode of the Brothers of the Dram podcast. I am your host, AJ, with a new co-host today. I got someone special for all you listeners out there. Please welcome Big Party. And we're back. Big Party <laughs> in the house. Big Party, for those of you who don't know, Big Party would split his hair in the middle with a nice part, and he would party all the time. So he was Big Party. That guy was my friend. I miss that guy. Big guy. He was a big guy. He was a big guy. <laughs> <laughs> How are you doing today, Big Party? I'm doing good. I'm doing very well, AJ. How are you? I'll let you answer the question for me. You're doing great living the dream. Because? Because you are not AJ. You're also another new guest. Disney AJ. The Disney-loving character dressing up AJ. Disney-themed accessories wearing... Old oh my AJ God. that loved being goofy. Oh, my God. Dude, I, first of all, I never dressed up as a Disney character in my life. Now, okay. am I a Disney fan? Yeah, who's not? Who does not like Disney? Who does not like going to the theme park and, you know, all the fun characters, goofy, cheering you up, putting some positive vibes out there? Tell me what's positive wrong with that. Positive vibes. It's all about the positive vibes. You know, since you're going to bring it up, Big Party, mm-hmm. let's let the listeners know, for Halloween, who did you have the honor of dressing up as one year? I dressed up as AJ the Disney fan. <laughs> that was a great year, man. We had a I good wore, time. I wore a Disney jersey. I wore a goofy jersey. I wore I wore the, the big gloves, the big Mickey gloves they would sell. The Mickey hands, yep. The Mickey hands. Uh, I wore, uh, I think, a, a goofy or a hat, a Mickey ears hat. I think those were all yours. I wore a lanyard with pins. They I weren't believe. mine. I didn't give you nothing. I didn't have, I, I never, own, I don't own a Mickey hat ears or 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 gloves. Neither do I. I never had. I don't know where I got them from, man. I must and the jersey probably... wasn't mine because my jerseys wouldn't fit you. You're too. Oh, the chill. jersey, yeah, the jersey's mine. I had. Yeah. Wow. Uh-huh. I think they're all yours in the lanyard. It's it all a yours. Cool baseball goofy jersey. But anyways, we're not anyways. talking about, about Disney anymore. We're talking about whiskey. Dude, have you? Okay, well, before we transition off of Disney, have you seen the? It's it's a Disney shirt themed whiskey themed shirt, and it looks like the Disney, not the Disneyland, but actual Disney logo. And it says, instead of Walt Disney, it says malt whiskey. I have not. Ah, I dude, I'll send it to you one day. That's a good So, shirt. like the Disney font? It exactly. It has the Disney font. But instead of like the, you know, like when you look at the Disney logo, it has the Disney font under it. And it looks like the castle with, I guess, a star or a rainbow or something over it. Yeah, yeah. It looks like that. But instead of the castle, it's, it's different size whiskey bottles. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I need to get one of those. Get it. Speaking of whiskey, now transitioning off of Disney, Eric, what's in your glass today? What's in your glass? What's in my glass or your glass? Yours. Mine, you go okay, first. I'll go first. I'll go first then. Ladies first, go. Oh, thank you. I <laughs> I have Iron Roots Hubris, if I'm pronouncing that correctly, Whoa. in my glass, and it is a huge proof. This one is a 1.17.8 proof. Whoa. And I'm excited. This is my first time having this one. This was a sample that a friend sent me to try. So. Got to give it a shot. Oh, nice. Okay. You might as well do it on the podcast now. Might as well. What are you getting from it? 
Oh, dude, I'm nosing this thing, and it is good. It's for some reason. Okay, so Iron Root, for those who not know, it's made over in Texas. And on the other one I have, it doesn't have as sweet of a nose as this one. I'm getting like a sweet, smoky pear. Mm. Ooh, that sounds good. And and like sweet honey, it's definitely a sweeter on the nose type of whiskey. Okay. Even though it has a high ABV. Hmm. Let me, let me taste it. Let me taste it. Give it a taste. Mm-hmm. Give it a swirl and then a taste. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I mentioned pear on the nose. On the palate, I'm getting easily. Oh, okay. So you know those candies? They look like it's a chocolate candy, but it looks like an orange. And then you have to break it, and then it, the slices of the orange fall apart, and you can eat it that way. Mm-hmm. It tastes just like that. Even with a hint of dark chocolate. Mm. Oh man, this is delicious. Shout out to maybe, my buddy Matt. Thank you, brother. You should, this one's good. Maybe you should eat it, eat some dark chocolate with it. Maybe it would pair nicely. You know, I wonder if it would be good if I paired it with the the chocolate orange candy I was talking about. Just eat it with it. Mm-hmm. Mm, that's maybe. good. Good stuff. Hi, dude. What are you sipping on? Um, I'm sipping on, and I've been trying, I've been wanting to um, have this for a while because it has been a while since I've had it. So I'm sipping on a little whiskey-based liqueur. Can you guess whiskey what it is? Whiskey-based liqueur. Can you guess what it is? Is it the chocolate whiskey liqueur? No. It's Southern Comfort. Uh. <laughs> I'm having a little Southern Comfort. And uh, what I'm getting here, have you had, you've had Southern Comfort, right? Yeah, I have. I, oh, I, for a while, I really enjoyed it. And I think it's because I was reading Janis Joplin's biography at the time. So I was just really, and that was her drink of choice. I was um, really into it. But it's been probably a few years, to be honest. Um, but I'm getting, you know, a sweet scent, sort of a cinnamon, sort of almost like a peach scent. Um, and then let me, uh, let me get a taste here. If you don't mind, do you mind? You know what? I mind a little bit, but now I don't. Okay. So mm-hmm. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm getting a little bit, I mean, obviously it's sweet getting kind of almost like a vanilla kind of taste ish, but it's spicy. You know, that, you know, I like the spice. So it's got like a yes, spice to it, like a strong cinnamon spice or even like pepperish, like very, like very spicy. Um, but sweet, you know, again, more peach type flavor and, um, it's really good. It's got a, a, a little bit of a burn, but I enjoy it. I really enjoy Excellent. it. Mm-hmm. You know, you mentioned that van- the vanilla taste on the palate that you're having. Mm-hmm. And I posted on our Instagram story recently, I think it was a couple of days ago, a video of a gentleman explaining how toasting the barrel you know, when they burn the inside with the fire and everything, mm-hmm. when they toast it, that's what creates the vanilla note in your whiskey. Oh, really? Yeah. So I'm not sure if you saw that or not after I posted it, but yeah, it was on our story. So for the listeners, if you're not already following us on Instagram, Brothers of the Dram. Give us a follow. Give us a shout out. Tag us in your post and you might oh, yeah. be reposted by us. Yeah, why not? Why not? So why yeah. Not? So moving on. Um, what are we talking about today, AJ? How about you let the listeners know what we're talking about today? Okay. I'll give you the honors, my friend. Sure. 
Um, we're going to piggyback a little bit off of uh, one of our previous episodes where we talked about celebrities who own um, any kind of like a company or distillery or alcohol bottle that they sell. And we're going to talk about actually artists, famous artists or famous people, mostly musicians, but some, you know, here and there famous people who enjoyed whiskey. So I don't know if you have any one off the top of your head, AJ, but there's a lot of people who really enjoy whiskey a lot. So um, I'm going to start off by talking about the main one or Jim my Morrison. main favorite one. Yes, Jim Morrison, of course. I knew it. I was going to steal it from you and just cut in and just say, you know, my first one is, but I was like, I'll oh, let Eric talk about it. Don't you dare. Don't you dare. Because Jim Morrison, like I've mentioned before, you know, changed my life. I've read like eight books on Jim Morrison's life alone. And there's a lot of stuff when I was doing a little bit of research um, just to freshen up my knowledge, talking about Jim Morrison and how he loved scotch and how he particularly liked Jack Daniels. And I feel like that's the go-to for anyone who likes whiskey. But based on what I've read, that's just simply not true. Because Jim Morrison loved Bushmills, Irish whiskey. And I think he was of Irish descent. So I think that's why he, maybe he gravitated towards it. But mm. like I mentioned before, this poor guy became over was overcome by alcoholism. And, and just like anything else in life, if you do it in excess, it's going to be a problem. So obviously the man was a rock star and, you know, it was hard to handle that type of lifestyle. So he really started drinking heavily and he would drink a, a bottle of Bushmills for uh lunch during lunch and that's how much this man would drink so it's pretty interesting because i tried or on my one of my birthday i think i mentioned it again before but i drink half a bottle of bushmills for my birthday and i had the worst hangover of my life by far so i don't know how this man did it and i'm a pretty tall guy i'm a pretty big guy and he was you know av average height so he could probably I mean, physically speaking, I should consume more, but because he was, you know, obviously an alcoholic, he he would down a bottle, dude. Like I would die if I drank a whole bottle. But that no, was it's all, it's all about acclimating your body to that. So by him drinking so much all the time, that's why he had to get a bottle to he had to finish a bottle to get drunk. Yeah. Yeah, he had to. But you know, he had a really cool quote, and I and I've always I always think about it and I feel like it's so true. He said um, when he talked about uh, alcohol or drinking, he said it's he said, quote, it's like gambling. Somehow you go out for a night of drinking and you don't know where you're going to end up the next day. It could be it could it could work out good or it could be disastrous. It's like a throw of the dice. So I've always thought that quote was cool because, you know, when we do you know, sip on our whiskey, it's nice. And if we go a little bit overboard, yeah, things, you know, we might black out, we might not, you know, remember certain things. And it is kind of like gambling. It's just like, what's going to happen? When I drink a little too much, I always think, you know what, I gambled today. Hey, I have a hangover, but you know, I threw the dice and this is what happened. How many times have you drank too much where you said to yourself, you know what, I'm never drinking again? Oh, plenty. And how long was it till you drank again? The next day. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not the next day. But you know what? I do. I, I am drinking less and less. Obviously, when I was younger, it was like out of control. And I was 
very influenced by Jim Morrison. So in a way, maybe subconsciously, I was trying to drink like him. That and I was a little bit, I, I mean, I wasn't nowhere close to drinking like he did. But I, when I would drink, I'd want to get a little bit like rowdy like he would based on the books I read. So, But I've never been a big drinker where I probably drink maybe once a week or maybe even less. But um, back then, it was just like heavier. And now it's I, I feel like I'm drinking less and less and less because my body is like, no, dude, the next day you're going to pay and I pay. So it's just I'd rather not. You're getting older, dude. That's why. I know. I am dude, back in the day, I used to always go to a Super Bowl party and we always got blacked out drunk. And then as I got older, I'm like, oh, my body can't take this anymore. So there's a photo of me and two of my other buddies where we have different bottles of whiskey in our left hand. And then we have a bottle of Peter Light in the right hand because you got to stay hydrated when you get older. Oh, yeah. That's something I didn't learn until late either. Like drink water as you're drinking. Like if I have a glass, I'll drink. If I have like a, a, a glass of whiskey, I'll drink a, a glass of water to go with it every time. So if I have a second one, I'll have a second glass just to like balance it out. But yeah, it definitely Swamp changes with age. Do Dude, do you, you remember when? Way. Do you remember when uh, we had a coworker that I challenged to a drinking contest because he was <laughs> boasting? He would boast about being this drinker until I re- I started to realize that he was fronting big time and he was not the drinker he said he was until I finally decided. You know what? This guy's telling all these stories. Where he swears he's like this this power drinker, and I and I and I was able to like realize I can drink this guy under the table based on what this what he's saying, and I challenged him. You remember that? Let's be honest. Let's be honest, real quick. He wasn't just a coworker. He was our friend. Right? He was our friend. That's why you guys had that fun little competition. And the best part about it is when you told him, okay, you could pick the beer then, and you'll drink whatever. So. You're probably thinking of something strong, IPA, whatever, and he picks Corona. It wasn't Corona. even beer, dude. I said, I said we could drink because when I at that time it was when I was having, uh, I was going out and drinking tequila with family, and we would drink a lot of tequila. So my tolerance was high at that time, and I told them we could drink anything you want, dude. I didn't say just beer. I said whatever you want to drink, I'll drink it. And he chose the he lightest picked. of light. <laughs> he chose Corona. And I remember at that party about towards the towards the, you know, later in the night, he was caught pouring out his beer. Correct. Claiming like he drank it. Correct. He would he was pouring it. He was pretending he was going to the bathroom and he was pouring it out. And I still destroyed him. I don't know what's worse, the fact that he would go to the restroom and pour it out or the fact that he, without telling anyone, called his brother to pick him up, took off. And then later on, we get a text that he quit. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't uh, believe it. I was shocked. I remember receiving the text and he's saying, okay, you won. You won, bro. <laughs> uh, my brother picked me up. And I was like, wow. Wow. And I remember not even being that, you know, that hammered. I was just like, man, this was, this was cake. This guy really, really, like, made his stories fluff them up really bad so that was good times good times good times times. so anyways let's move on um who else do you know aj that's famous that enjoyed their whiskey if you know anyone 
you talked about your favorite Jim Morrison. Mm-hmm. Can you guess who I'm going to bring up? Someone oh, who yeah. I've obviously brought up multiple times. Your favorite? Yeah. Frank Sinatra? Yeah. Frank Sinatra. Everyone knows. I'm not going to go in great detail about it because we've talked about Frank multiple times on this podcast. But number one person that comes to my mind in regards to enjoying whiskey is Frank Sinatra because his glass of choice is the whiskey that got me on my whiskey journey with Jack Daniels. Two finger pour. Let's go. Let's do it. Dude, imagine going imagine going to Vegas in like the 1950s or the 1960s, back when people would dress up really nice, when the Rat Pack was there and everybody would were, be in their suits and things like that. Imagine going to old school Vegas like that, having like a glass of whiskey and going to see like a big band performed or like some kind of orchestra perform or even like some performer, like maybe even Elvis or Liberace or something and just chilling with some whiskey and just old school, you know, old school partying, I guess. I feel like that would be so awesome. Like if you were one of the rap people. Well, last week when we were talking about your trip to Vegas and, you know, you're talking about watching a show that was more entertaining or you thought at least opposed to something smoother and jazzy. That's mm-hmm. exact. That's what I think about the Rat Pack. And back, I don't remember how many years ago it was, but my family went to like some kind of Rat Pack Christmas show over down in Ontario and Ontario, California for the listeners. Mm-hmm. And over there, it was very old school style, kind of like what you're explaining. And I sat, it's with dinners, but after dinner, I yeah. sat there with my glass of whiskey and enjoyed watching this Frank Sinatra impersonator sing. It was amazing. It's cool, right? Oh, hell yeah, dude. I would pick, honestly, I would pick chilling in a lounge with some like Rat Pack type music with a glass of whiskey and a cigar any day. Oh, any yeah. day of the week, I'll pick that. Yeah. That's that's the best for me. And remember that one time we were in Vegas and we we sat, we were going to go into this, it was uh, El Cortez. We went into El Cortez and we're like, oh, let's just go in there and have a cigar and stuff like that. And then a band started playing and we stayed there the whole night just smoking cigars and having drinks. And it was, that was awesome. Dude, of course I remember that. And we were supposed to go back and watch that band again because we were such a big fan of them. They were amazing. Yeah. Um, I ended up reaching out it was years ago when you and I did it. I ended up reaching out to them on Instagram, and then they gave me their schedule for the future so we can go and check out yeah. the show, but we never did. Well, we didn't go back. Yeah, and I haven't talked to them in years, so they're not going to remember me anymore. No, they're not. I don't no, think so. But you know what? Staying on the topic of uh, Frank, I guess he's credited for making Jack Daniels or turning Jack Daniels into like a rock star brand because there's a ton of artists who are all about the Jack Daniels, like like Led Zeppelin, the Rolling Stones. I know like Keith Richards from the Rolling Stones is big and uh, Slash is big on um, on JD. And uh, who else? I think... Um, well, look at, if you want to go a little country, look at um, Eric Church, who actually came out with his own limited edition Jack Daniels bottle. Mm-hmm. I believe that bottle now is like a freaking ridiculous secondhand market price, like three $400, which is ridiculous. I got a couple bottles. I think it's a delicious Jack Daniels whiskey, but I would not pay more than retail, like most things. No. I'd have to try it. Yep. Is it significantly different from regular Jack? Not significantly. You're still going to get the similar notes. Um, it, it is higher proof, so you do get more of a spice to it. Ooh, Eric, spice. Spicy. But other than that, it's not worth $200 more for it. But then again, like I said, a lot of whiskey, I'm not willing to pay $200 more for. So that's just my opinion. Some people who are big... On the whiskey collection side, or like, oh yeah, no problem. I need it in my collection, I'll buy it, but not me. Yeah. Okay. Not a musician, but um 
someone who is very well known, um, a writer by the name of Mark Twain. I did not know that. He was a big whiskey fan. Um, you know, everyone knows Mark Twain, you know, wrote what uh, Adventures of uh, Tom Sawyer and mm-hmm. Huckleberry Finn. Um, he was quoted as saying, uh, too much of anything is bad, but too much good whiskey is barely enough. So he really liked his whiskey. And he's one of, you know, America's greatest writers, arguably. But, um, yeah, Mark Twain was a big you one. Know, he- Hearing quotes like that makes me want to get like a poster and Photoshop different quotes about whiskey from, you know, different artists and celebrities and whatever, and just put it Mm -hmm. up on the wall somewhere. Do it. Do it. I will do it. I'll do it and I'll post it on social so people can see it too after I do it. Okay. Sounds good. Yeah. It'd be cool to see where all these uh, quotes come from that people love their whiskey. I have another one for you. Um, you Do you know Ava Gardner? If I saw a face, maybe, but name off the top of my head, no. So she's like an old school Hollywood like uh, star from I think like the 40s or 50s. So she was like this big time Hollywood person. And I think she might have even dated Frank Sinatra, I think. Or maybe maybe I'm wrong. But anyways, so she who was. Didn't? Who didn't? Right. I didn't. <laughs> I missed out. You're one of the few, Eric. I missed out. But anyways, she was quoted as saying, I wish to live to 150 years old. But the day I die, I wish to be—I wish it to be with a cigarette in one hand and a glass of whiskey in the other. So she was That's like, true. she liked her whiskey as well. I would love to die with a glass of whiskey in my hand, but you could take away the cigarette. And she was, but oh, you know what? For sure. I just looked at the computer screen here. She was once the wife of Frank Sinatra. So yeah, they were married. So, like I said, who didn't? I bet you who Frank didn't? got her into it, right? Into it. Yeah, so that's another one there. And then um, we can go a little bit more into history. Do you know who Winston Churchill is, AJ? Of course. So the former British prime minister, wartime leader, uh, he was big on whiskey. And apparently he drank it um, a lot during um, a war he, he fought in, I guess. So I guess it was a, a war in India. And he was quoted as saying... Uh, the water was not fit to drink, so to make it uh, palatable, we had to add whiskey. By diligent effort, I learned to like it. So he <laughs> learned to like whiskey because he had to put it in his water to make it drinkable. But apparently his favorite whiskey uh, was Johnny Walker. Johnny Walker's a good one. You know, a lot of uh, musicians who do, most likely the ones who do country music that I've heard, they talk a lot about the black label whiskey, like the black Johnny Walker, the black Evan Williams, the black Jack Daniels, of course. It seems to be a popular one in the country community for music. Yeah. Yeah. And you would think it's um, more uh, Jack Daniels, but it's not. It is not. So here's another one for you. I guess a lot of uh, old school people. Um, are you familiar with Humphrey Bogart? Yep. Superstar, Hollywood superstar, did uh, Casablanca, here's looking at you, kid. You know that quote or whatever, right? Here's looking at you, kid. Let me do my best impersonation. Oh, God, here it comes. Bye, listeners. Here's looking at you, kid. Oh, That was amazing. On point. Nailed it. Nailed it. Anyways, he was quoted (laughs) 
as to say, um, I should have never switched from scotch to martinis. So he he um, regretted switching to mar fancy martinis. He would have rather stick to his his uh, whiskey. You know, I, I love my whiskey, and I'm never gonna. I'm actually never say never, but I don't plan on ever veering away from whiskey. But I do love a good martini or Gibson now and then. There's nothing wrong with having those every so often. Just not my main go-to. Oh, you fancy? Oh, I'm bougie. Have you're you ever had one? Uh, honestly, I don't think so. Uh, dude, I'm gonna have to make you one of my uh, what you call it, gin Gibson. So for martinis, you can either do with vodka or gin. Um, usually, people who like to order them, they know exactly what they want, and they're very picky on how they order it. Mm. But if you do a martini, it comes with olives or olive juice if you want it dirty. And then you have a Gibson, which comes with the actual sweet onions. So if you like sweet onions, I would make that one for you with uh, Hendrix gin. Hmm. Okay. Cool. It's good. I, I make mine filthy, which means I use the onions. Filthy, juice, dirty. No, not dirty. Because you're a dirty boy. Oh, oh, God. Here we go. Sorry. Okay, moving on. <laughs> moving on. Uh, let's go into a little bit of sports. Let's let's take it into sports. Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan, uh, infamous. Have you heard of the man? I never have. Can you tell me more about famous. this famous, famous. Michael Air Jordan? He played basketball. And oh, just he that? was good. Oh. He was pretty good. But anyways, he's known he's known to love his uh, uh, Glenlivet. I did not know that. I knew he was a tequila guy because he obviously has his own tequila. But I did not know he was so big on a specific brand of scotch. Yeah, apparently he loves his uh, 12-year uh, Glenlivet. So you know, I'm surprised someone like MJ would go with the 12-year Glenlivet. Because that man, with the money he has, he should be going way beyond that. Right. He's one of the limited releases ones that he probably has, like a 35-year-old one. I would expect that from him. Maybe he's a simple man, AJ. Because I'm a simple kind of man. Oh, Cue sorry, the crickets. Cue the crickets. Okay. okay. Cricket. Cricket. Okay. Now, okay. there's another person, another, uh, there's an actress. Uh, are you familiar with the show Mad Men? Do you, did you ever watch Mad Men, AJ? Everyone said it was a good show, but I've never seen it, and I don't know any actors that are in it. Oh, okay. Do you know who Christina, uh, Christina Hendricks is? No. The redhead? Uh, what are the movies she in? She's the very attractive redhead. She's known to have... Um, a large chest area. <laughs> that's as best as I can describe it. With that, I don't want to be offensive. That's as, that's the best way I can put it. Um, okay. But I don't. I'm surprised that you don't know based on that who Christina Hendricks is. Her face. She was actually married to one of the guys from um, Super Troopers. The guy that's like, I'm freaking out, man. You remember that guy with like the big bulging oh, eyes? The one in the back seat. Yeah. She was married to him. What's her name again? Christina, Christina Hendricks. Hendricks. So she was oh, married okay. to I, that guy. And the reason I'm saying that is because apparently he introduced her to Scotch. Oh, yeah. So First I, of all, I have no idea who she is. I'm looking at her picture right now. No clue who she is. But um, what Scotch did you get her into? I don't know specifically. I was gonna. I was about to say that I don't have a specific um, preference that she. A specific bottle that she prefers mm -hmm. but yeah she got into scotch because of her ex-husband and she's a big uh 
whiskey person herself. Ah, that's good to know. I love hearing when there's a lady out there that loves her whiskey. Oh, speaking of that, I also posted something else on our story. Let me pull it up real quick so I can quote it right. Since we're talking about the lovely ladies of whiskey. Sure. Uh, Let's see real quick. Let me pull it up. This is a quote I put on our story. Someone else posted it. And it says, when you're on a first date and she orders a double barrel proof bourbon neat. Whoa. Yeah. When a lady knows how to enjoy her whiskey. That's impressive. That's even more knowledge than me. (laughs) Sadly, that's that's true. That's very true. Mm -hmm. Eric's like, what's double bourbon or double barrel? What's that? They put it in a barrel once and then again in another one? Yes. So what they do, they take it and they put it into a barrel and then they take that exact barrel and they put it into another barrel. Ooh. Tasty. (laughs) Who else you got on your list? Hey, Jay, have you ever heard of Hunter S. Thompson? Mm, Hunter Thompson, no. Oh my so. God, AJ Jesus! I'm not the best with celebrity names, bro. I'm He's that's not, not a celebrity, my category of bro. Is he He's a an, writer? A, oh, I'm definitely not gonna know that. Right, you, you barely know how to read. I forgot. I know, hooked on phonics. Mm, oh my God, <laughs> dude, you're aging yourself. You're showing your age, hooked on phonics. That's not even around anymore, huh? No, he hasn't been around forever. <laughs> I don't know. But anyways, have you ever heard of the novel or the movie uh, Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas? No, but I feel like I should have. What? AJ, Fear and Loathing with um, Johnny Depp? No, I've never seen it. Anissa Del Toro? No. Oh, man. Knowing you, it's probably too much. You probably get weirded out by it. Is it kind of trippy like, uh, like Sin City or something like that? Not like Sin City, but it's basically a whole, like, a big drug-induced, like, trip to Vegas and, like, hallucinations and things like that. And it's basically his experience. It's The book is his experience doing that, going to Las Vegas on all the drugs you can think of, basically. It's a good so movie. Is it, is it trippy or is it kind of like weird stuff that they end up falling into, like The Hangover? Mm, both i would say both you know they okay, get into they get into some trouble they uh they they hallucinate and see things that aren't there and it gets a little wild it's it's a it's a crazy ride it's a it's it's a good movie in my opinion i have to check it out for sure if, if it's on netflix i'll watch it but i'm not gonna pay to rent it or anything okay all right well anyways i think i mean there's plenty of more AJ, but I think that's kind of covers it. I don't know if you have anything to to uh, to say as well. No, it's just you know a quick talk to appreciate not just people, average Joes like us enjoying whiskey, but listening to the musicians and celebrities out there that also enjoy it. So good talk makes me feel like I'm I'm bougie with them when I'm really not. You're super bougie. Yeah, like I said, there's plenty of more, but, you know, we can uh, save it for another time or we can talk about it uh, in another episode. Uh, If there's anybody who, you know, if I missed anyone, if you guys want to send us a DM or comment on one of our photos and remind me of maybe somebody else that's famous for drinking whiskey, let me know. And we'll uh, look further into it. And when you guys do that, if you guys end up doing that, not just say the celebrity or the or the artist. But if you know what kind of whiskey they actually drank, let us know that, too. Yeah, that'd be awesome. All right, brother. Well, I believe this concludes another episode of the Brothers of the Dram podcast.
Awesome. All right. Well, thank you, everyone, brothers and sisters. Thank you for listening, and we will see you on the next one. Cheers, everyone. Cheers. You've been listening to the Brothers of the Dram podcast. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Brothers of the Dram. Please be sure to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and Spotify. On behalf of the crew, thank you, brothers and sisters, for listening, and we'll see you in the next episode. Cheers.